This is the DLR Cast, the essential podcast for fans of Diamond David Lee Roth. All right, once again, you've got the DLR Cast, the only David Lee Roth. Shit, hold on. <clears throat> All right. All right, once again, you've got the DLR Cast, the only podcast by and for fans of David Lee Roth about the mighty one, Diamond David Lee Roth. Here it is, the first episode of the new year. Happy 2022. And as always, with us is the diamond one, the daring one, live from, <laughs> ostensibly live from Las Vegas, Darren Paltrowitz. Darren, what's happening? Good to see you, my friend. It, even though you are right in front of our naked, steaming, Cheerio-laden eyes, as to paraphrase Dave, live from Las Vegas, how are you? Because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about and not a lot of stuff to, t- stuff to talk about. Look at all the people not here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> God. So the quick recap was, if those of you following along at home, we were we were all set yesterday to do a first on the ground, on the spot, live, you know, report about the the first of the farewell shows on New Year's Eve. But alas, twas not to be. Yeah. And this is such a weird, weird cancellation, because on the surface, you can just go. Well, it was COVID related, but we don't know. We know nothing at this point. And uh, my wife and I checked into this hotel on December 30th, the day before the first show. And when we checked in, cool. So we're going to be seeing Roth tomorrow. There's a flyer that's in the lobby that's also replicated as a poster in the lobby. Okay, there's the House of Blues. Uh, fast forward a couple hours. My f- good friend Grog texts me. The rumor for Metal Sludge that the shows are going to be postponed. And you're like, what? Okay, okay, let's stay tuned here. Then House of Blues, an hour or two later, tweets out that the shows are canceled, then deletes the tweet. Yes, okay, so there's all sorts of questions here, and we're going to have to queue up our Detective Darren uh, drop in the editing room here, but... So here's the okay. First off, this came very short notice, right? Yeah, I mean, about and four hours. So, so that's the first question. And so the tweet you're referring to, the press release, uh, which was virtually verbatim that the that the House of Blues put out, uh, Las Vegas TV station KTNV said and said they were sent a press release stating the following quote: "Due to unforeseen circumstances related to COVID, and out of an abundance of caution for those working and attending the shows, the David Lee Roth performance is scheduled for December 31st, 2021, and January 1st, 2022, have been canceled. Refunds will be automatically processed, and ticket holders will be notified directly. This match, and so that matches up. Uh, that apparently that matches up almost perfectly verbatim to what the tweet that the House of Blues sent out, which you said was taken down." Very weird. And then there has not been any social media postings from the Roth camp, Live Nation or House of Blues or, of course, the Hotel Mandalay Bay, which hosts House of Blues. So nobody has made a further comment. And then within a couple of hours of that, Ticketmaster sent out refund emails and there was no we're sorry for blah, 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 blah. It's just canceled refund. Okay. Okay. So here's some questions. First off, refresh my memory now with your calendar here. So what would have been your third show will now have been will now will be your first show. And when is that show slated to take place? Good questions there, Captain. It's supposed to be Wednesday the 5th. It's supposed to be the first show. So my my kind of instinct is to try and do detective work and reach out and see what's up. So I DM somebody in the band going, hey, not looking for a scoop here. Just hope you're well. 
And he gave me a, a thumbs up, uh, as you can do on Instagram. Not a, yeah, man, we're good. It's just a, a thumbs up. So you go, okay, he does not have COVID. <laughs> he, he's not the guy. He's okay. He's on social media. So that was the first thing. The second thing is I reached out to somebody who we may or may not have had on the show before to go, uh, be, because that night that I found this out, uh, Pauly Shore put out an Instagram related message to that person. And I didn't think that that person found out. So I said, Hey, just to let you know, Pauly Shore messaged you. And the first two Roth shows are canceled. And his response is, I'd be surprised if any of the Roth shows happen. And I went in my head, Okay, this guy knows the Van Halen camp really well. Does he know something we don't know? Or is he just a skeptical Northeastern American? Uh, I, I still don't know the answer. This person's a professional who's been around the world many times, who's a touring musician. Does he know something? Or is this just a typical music biz talking shop? Yeah, come on, it's Roth. I don't okay. know it is. All right, so another question for you. More speculation here. The, was the third show essentially, was that announced? What, the, what was going to be the, the third show, now the first show on January 5th, was that already heretofore sold out? Yes. However, the whole sold out thing is now totally questionable because a lot of shows have had more tickets released within the last couple of weeks, which unfortunately confirms my theory that casino shows, you can be sold out, but the casino where the house held seats, the big guest list held seats. Right. Put, Very rarely is a casino related show sold out. Right. Put a big put a big asterisk next to sold out. It you, the yeah. tickets the tickets that are released upon <laughs> the on sale date, if those all sold, those are sold out. Doesn't mean there's not gonna be more so you you know, you could you could you could butter that bread a couple different ways. Technically it is sold out. We it it holds two thousand. We only released a thousand. All those tickets sold. We're sold out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No one said the entire venue was sold out. In other words, uh, who the hell knows? And and of course, there could be some weird seating changes. And and would I'm I can only guess what a promoter and the booking people for a place like the House of Blues have to juggle as far as maybe a guesstimate as far as what they're going to leave for whales. Who, I mean, what they're going to provide for promotional purposes, what they're going to put for sale at the last minute, how many they're going to sell for the, for the, for the legal ticket scalping, um, secondhand yeah. market out there. You know, I mean, there's, there, it can't be an easy job to do. All right. So you're, and you just use a great insider term. Kudos to you for using the term whale. That is, I, if we're talking about the same thing here, because there is an aquarium on site here. <laughs> we are talking about the same thing. I've seen enough Vegas movies and been there and watched Oceans 8 through 15 a couple times. So, all right. But, so he, but you just mentioned a key thing. The legal rever- the legal scalping that Live Nation often does for its things where – the tickets sell really well, so then the the existing tickets get marked up. Those marked up tickets got marked back down after he added the four shows. So not only were the shows not sold out, but I think Ticketmaster was also reading, or Live Nation was reading the, the tea leaves and going, oh, okay, supply and demand are not in the same place here. And under, and understand, we should have, let me give a caveat, we should have put up at the jump on all this. At the jump? At the time, excuse me. <laughs> exactly. But 
in no by no means are we accusing anyone of any sorts of shenanigans or any sorts of wackiness. We have no idea what's going on outside of what we're all. We have a maybe possible little idea, but what I'm getting at is that I mean I don't think anybody is out there trying to screw anybody anybody and. And everybody's health has to be the top concern here, most notably a 70-year-old lead singer who is is yeah. a high-risk category. I mean, this stuff is serious business. Paul Stanley just announced a couple of days ago that even though he had COVID, his entire family has Omicron. They only have the sniffles. But you can tell how yeah. – how, uh, you know, contagious is all, how serious it is. I mean, we've all lost count the past, say, two months at least, the number of things that have been canceled or postponed. I mean, is there a pro sports team that has not had some sort of cancellation or COVID right. protocol? So right. I, this is going to sound revisionist history, but I remember thinking more than once, and maybe you and I talked about off, off mic. One, hopefully you and, you and your betrothed stay perfectly healthy during this lengthy road trip of yours. Mm-hmm. But also, I, I, I don't remember if I wondered out loud or not, but I thought too, I'm like, I would be surprised if, if these aren't, if any of these aren't canceled because of COVID, because it's just the odds are good. You have a lot of moving parts here and people, nobody's, you've got a number of people in the band, in the touring crew, sound, yeah. production, all this stuff at the venue, all people that even if you're living in the perfect bubble, you still might get this stuff. All right. So that long winded, uh, soliloquy and, aside. And if I can add, if, if yeah. I didn't sound empathetic, my frustration on all this has to lie in the fact that there's no comment from the Roth camp. All Roth has had to do over the last 72 hours or so is give one of his nonsensicals, hey, a lot of you have traveled a long way for these gigs. We're so sorry. We'll see you on the road. All he had to give is a three-sentence stupid thing along the lines of, uh, a wise man once said blank, 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 blank. Well, right. blank, 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 blank. Right. Stay frosty. That? Love Dave. And and that's all he had to do. And isn't the main bone of contention here that we're picking is the very reason why there is this podcast, why there is essentially that why you could go all the way back to uh, Dave websites and the Van Halen news desk and everything ever starts out in the first place with this camp is that there's always a lack of comment. There's always some sort of mystery. There's always some sort of scratch your head going what the fuck? What, are they going on the road? What's going on? I mean, that's just yeah. – and quite frankly, it, I'm, I'm a big fan of the era mystery. It keeps people guessing. But there's some times where you just, for whatever reason, it's bad guidance. It's not smart business. It's not – I mean, it's just – if you're – listen, if you were flying out today for a show on the 3rd, what do you do? I mean, how many people this disappoint who, yeah, they're going to get money back from how many people were going, well, shit, the only reason why I'm going to Vegas is for David Lee Roth. Had you known these were going to get canceled, would you have booked a three, four, five, whatever hundred dollar flight deal with airfares, deal with cancellation? This fucks up a lot of people, not the least of which band members, production people have to work and all of that. Yeah, the the wife and I, when we got here and we checked into the hotel, went, oh, so we just lost our New Year's Eve and New Year's day plans what, what what do we do now what's going on Having and when you look at the the facebook comments on all this see my fear over the all this is the kinds of people that were coming to the show aside from the people who are just like hey i'm in vegas this is cool is the dave diehards the people who have been defending all the arguments where they say dave's got to retire he can't sing that's not who is coming to the show 
these was uh, this was like the last line of diehards. And if he does not put out a statement, he's lost the people who went, I've just spent X number of thousands of dollars for a vacation. I plan my life around this little break here to see one of my favorite singers. And he doesn't care about us. Well, and first and (laughs) foremost, I hope he doesn't have COVID. The other thing I try to weigh, too, is the fact that this is such a crazy wild card, okay? Because last Wednesday... Well, that's the thing. This notice came down so short. Let, let's take let's take the best case scenarios. All this notice came with such short notice. Yeah. Perhaps there was no other way to do short notice. They could. Let's say it was a let's say it was a band member, and yeah. they're scrambling. Holy shit! The guitar player's out. Call Rocket Rashad. Call whoever. Who can we fill in here at the, at, to keep these gigs alive? We're gonna have to cancel at least two. Let's say because of COVID protocol or something. And then you look at the yeah. calendar. You go, well, it's five days until Wednesday. Whatever it might be, right? Well, I mean, maybe they just couldn't get somebody else to plug in there and adequately even come close to rehearsing. I mean, we talk about Dave's kind of net of people that he relies on and plays with. If it's a band member, I got to believe that somebody could have been put in there at the last moment who could just gear up with 24 hours notice and go, I got the set list. I know this. Hundred percent. And there's a lot of comments that go both ways online about all this. Now, Around the time of this gig, the night before the first gig, Bruce Kulick was in town. Or Bruce Kulick is a local Vegas guy. And yes. he did a, a rare, rare show of 80s. Yes, it, which sounded stuff. and looked ama- amazing, by the way. Yeah, unfortunately, we had to miss it because we saw Paulie Shore, who was actually amazing, who's sort of doing like an Andy Kaufman-esque thing where he's berating the live band, and it's really, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Bruce Kulick's drummer was sick. I didn't see what kind of illness it was, but Eric Singer from Kiss filled in. Right. You can't. Eric Singer had six days of rehearsals. You'd assume Eric Singer goes, yeah, I think I know these songs. I know most of them. <laughs> yes. He's been in the band for 20 years. I mean, there should have been somebody out there that they could have called. I, who that might be, I don't know. It could be nobody we would know. I mean, it could be somebody who just, it could be, and, and quite possibly, it could have been people. Let's say, let's say you go two two names deep in the Rolodex for a bass player, or a guitar player, and somebody in that family has COVID, and they can't get out there in time. They can't even get a flight out because of hundreds of flights being canceled. This could. I, I'm going to go with the benefit of the doubt that uh, that first off, my first thought is that Dave isn't sick. Hopefully, he doesn't have COVID. My second thought is that they did Herculean efforts to try to save these shows, and that's the announcement. Okay. My third thought is that just fucking tell us all those things then. Yes. Spin it yes. better. Listen, I'm a publicist and a marketer. You're a publicist and a marketer and a writer, among many other things, and a debonair and a cool guy around town. Uh, you know how these things work, right? There's better ways to do this. If we look at the January 2020 residency where he was doing the two guitar thing, which Dave has done a few times over the years, I always thought that the two guitar thing was an insurance policy Then more, more so than for the sound to go, well, if one guitarist gets sick, we can still do the show here. This run is supposed to be one guitar. Frankie Lindia can do the whole damn show. And he was the guitarist in the last run who's not here for this one. I would have to assume whoever is guitar teching in a Van Halen-related band knows all the songs. So I thought that that's your third string guy, that the person... To be able to to guitar tech anything Eddie Van Halen related, you know everything about tone. It's just default. You can't be a a, a bass player and just do right. guitar tech for right. 
okay, then the the band Van Halen, the Van Halen tribute band, they're also in town. I think I don't know if they're in town January eighth, but they were kind of tailgating on some of these gigs. They're here. Las Vegas to Los Angeles is a one hour flight. Granted, flights are canceled or a four and a half hour drive, or you can just charter a plane or a helicopter because you're Dave or and it's Live Nation or House of Blues. They know what cash is on hand. You're telling me the Atomic Punks don't have a guy in town. So that's just if it's the guitar player or the bass player. If it's the right. drummer, you have to assume the drum tech can play the whole show. We learned that with, with ZZ Top when Dusty Hill was first sick. That they just put in Billy. Their bass tech filled in. Yeah. Dusty's bass tech, who later became a member of the band. Yes, who was Steve Vai's guitar tech on the Skyscraper tour. Tom Peterson Peterson and my beloved Cheap Trick had open heart surgery in the air, who will be back on stage in about three weeks, apparently, from what I've heard. But who filled in uh, Robin Taylor Zander on bass guitar, who was already playing rhythm guitar in the band. I mean, there's, there's, there's ways around this. And, and, and yep. that's the other thing I think of too. I would bet the bulk of those people come from the, uh, the Los Angeles, the Los, the Los Angeles County area, right? So at the very least, that's drivable. But there again, there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of wild cards. It's like, you can't, I mean, imagine getting that call. Honey, I got a gig all of a sudden. Roth so and so is out. Really? Because the three year old's got COVID and my mother-in-law needs the car and she's got COVID and we got New Year's Eve plans. You can't just, I mean, you don't know. There's a million wild cards to all this thing, which all comes back around. If they couldn't, if there were those Herculean efforts, if it was, I, the other thing too is that I forget too is that you know everybody's being COVID tested virtually on the hour depending on where you're at or certainly many days apart. I mean, four hours before what was the, what was the timeline on this on the announcement again? It was officially announced what day? The uh, first thirtieth, ga- uh, late in the afternoon or early evening of the thirtieth. Okay, so the we're talking just a little bit more than twenty four hours of curtain dropping. Yeah, right, and. So we're talking 24 hours before curtain dropping. They make the announcement that it is that the show is going to be um, canceled. Put a yeah. pin in that because that's my other question for you. So 24 hours ahead of time, everybody's doing COVID test. Yeah. If it's COVID related, somebody obviously got COVID 24 hours ahead of time. I mean, I would bet you they would have already had a protocol to test 12 hours ahead of time. Who knows? You just I mean, that's how quickly this thing moves and how often this happens. So you have 24 hours. You announce it ahead of time. But having said that, I mean, that's the trick bag here. Let's say you start the clock. Let's say 5 p.m. on the 30th. You get a word that someone in the camp has covid. Somebody that is near to the stage or near Roth, if not Dave himself. Okay. Well, if it's Dave, unfortunately, if he has COVID and no one's saying that he is and we're hoping that he doesn't have it, you right. totally understand that that's going to be canceled as soon as possible. Let's say he gets a COVID uh, test and they cancel that for whatever reason. Maybe it takes a minute to get all the word out. Yeah. Who the hell knows? I mean, it's not going to be instantaneous because Dave certainly isn't going to take to the airwaves himself and tweet and all of a sudden do Facebook. Hey, I'm out. I got COVID. There's got to be some sort of right official announcement that's going to go out however bungled as that might look on our end or however weird the time frame gets a little wacky but let's say you start the clock when you find out sometime in the day on thursday more than 24 hours in advance and then you're scrambling to replace a band member or a tech or somebody uh, because well, if, because I, if you, because if you start, keep doing that into friday and all of a sudden it's friday morning 
Guess yeah. what? We canceled tonight. That's either way. It's a bad look. It's almost in a it's a rock in a hard place, no matter how you try to figure this out. I have a few different thoughts on them, some political, some not political. But the, the one thing I don't think anyone can disagree on is the horrible public relations nature of this whole thing to, to begin with, because this whole thing started with a uh, I'm playing Vegas, then morphed into these are my last five gigs right. we're going to play. Then that evolved into, well, I'm allowed to retire a few times, and here's four more shows due to popular demand, which evolves into the fans going, um, these weren't sold out, and um, screw you for, for this, because we paid exorbitant prices for what we thought was the final show on the 8th, which evolves into, okay, so the first two shows are canceled, so he's not going to make up these shows and are these other shows going to happen and what's going on here? Cause we haven't heard anything. So it's just chaotic thing after chaotic thing. And it all could be resolved with a little bit of controlled PR of, it doesn't have to be, Hey guys, I've got COVID and here are my symptoms. It could be, Hey, I know a lot of you traveled for this. We're sorry. We're going to make it up to you. Best wishes. More to come. That's all you have to say. And you don't get those two or three sentences from Live Nation, the venue, or Roth. It's just canceled. And after the canceled, I have to say the flyers are still up in the lobby. The signs are up in the lobby. The box office is up. The video in the elevator is still up. All of that is still going on. And to show further lack of awareness of this whole thing, uh, the wife and I decided to treat ourselves to a nice dinner at a Wolfgang Puck restaurant called Lupo here in the lobby here. And, you know, you're making small talk. This was on the 31st. Making small talk with the server. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you know, good. What are you doing for New Year's? Well, we were going to go to David Lee Roth and that got canceled. Oh, David Lee Roth is playing here? The server... And the manager of the restaurant, which is, I'm going to say, about 600 feet from the venue, had no idea where Roth was playing there. The manager came over and was like, Roth is playing here? Oh, he's still playing? Oh, does he do Van Halen stuff? Oh, that's cool. Hey, dessert on me. <laughs> so, I mean, if there's a bright side, we got free dessert at Lupo. Well, but, th- there you go. <laughs> yeah. but, but other hotels advertise other hotels' residencies. So the Katy Perry residencies advertised in other hotels. There is zero awareness that Roth is here. So I don't know if that's on the Roth camp for not doing any press on this whole thing or Live Nation for not prioritizing this. I think uh, Katy Perry's in AEG, and AEG and Live Nation obviously are feuding like the Jets and the Sharks. There's a part of me that thinks that something will leak, but, of course, nothing ever really leaks. So who... Who the heck knows? Here's a question for you. This is my one, maybe perhaps my final question. Why are these shows canceled and not postponed? I get it. It's a tough trip for a lot of people, but why don't you say we're going to honor these tickets for January 12th, 13th, whatever it might be? I mean, they're not new. I get at least maybe the second show or add additional dates and honor that. Do you know what I'm saying? Just don't call them. Yeah, we're canceled. But if you bought tickets, you can use them for these new shows. 
Yeah, my wife made a really good point where she said, think of all that merchandise they made for these shows. Now, previous, the shows that we saw in January 2020 had no merchandise, and we were thinking, what are they thinking? But then we found out that later shows had merchandise. When, when you saw them with Kiss, was, were the, was there merchandise available? I cannot remember. I made a beeline to get out of there as soon as Kiss was over. I mean, I ended up bumping into a friend of mine between sets, and I never made it over to the merch table. Uh, but, but after Dave, and we were both raving about Dave. I hadn't seen this guy in years, and it was, what are you doing? You know, and so I never did make it to the merch table. So, so my, my uh, faux pas. Well, got it. I remember reading in one of the things about there being merchandise. And when you are an artist making merchandise, usually you have somebody on your team Granted, this is David Lee Roth. Maybe he himself. I, I know it's Las Vegas. He's screen he, printing shirts in his basement? Is that what you know? In his backyard, he has the, the screen printer. Yeah. Uh, usually you have your person who goes, uh, you know, I'm making up a number to use an industry term, but, oh, $8 per head. Oh, but if it's Vegas, oh, it's $22 a head. Well, yeah, you're now going to have a bunch of shirts that are unused and sitting on a web store that doesn't ever get updated. <laughs> One of the things, I, I don't remember if it was Rocket who said this in the interview, who said that Dave is not afraid to spend money and lose it, unlike yeah. a lot of other artists. But Let's call them investments, like spending $200,000 to remake Ice Cream Man in 1995, okay? So <laughs> whatever that was, right? <laughs> With an all-star cast and band with a video somewhere and uh, as men, as talked about in his book. Yeah. Um, hey, along those lines, I don't know if we talked about this on mic. I was just Googling around a couple of weeks ago. I saw that, that there was supposed to be a Roth residency in 04 or 05. Did we talk about this? I don't think so. 04, 05. No. The producer of the Crazy Girls strip show review. Oh, God had went to a Las Vegas media outlet and go, yeah, we've got a show coming up and Dave is going to be the star of it. And then I reached out to her and the other producer and neither of them wanted to go on, on record about this, but yes, there was supposed to be a show in Oh four Oh five as well. Man. Wow. Yeah. So every time you think you have it figured out with DLR, you just, you never do. And hopefully this 2021 residency, 2022, whatever you want to call it, is not yet another unsolved Roth mystery. Well, I'll tell you, for, for here, 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 here's to everyone being healthy. Here's to these any shows going off in the next uh, week or so. So January 5th, I guess, is it. Let's make sure we're talking January 6th, unless there's another wacky announcement and you find out more stuff and we'll get another episode out there. Yeah, it's really a hurry up and wait scenario. It's a, it's a what was that? <laughs> uh, if you were really, really conspiracy theory oriented, you would say, well, who's the next artist that's doing a run at this venue after Roth? It's Steve Vai. Oh, Steve Vai's definitely. Oh, don't yeah. even just put the brakes on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, we don't know anything. And, in some fields or some industries, that mystique is awesome because you go, hey, they're going to under-promise and over-deliver. And in this case, it's a, oh, well, no news is not 
good news. No news is no news. So I'm unfortunately, you know, looking online and it's just negative comments over this whole thing. It's not a, well, Dave's going to make it up to us. It's just a, I spent X number of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And I am pissed. And uh, it could all be fixed so easily with a little professional help. Yeah. I, I and I was just there's nothing. I'm just looking at Twitter the last couple of minutes here. I mean, there's nothing uh, really recent announced, at least within the last couple of sent couple hours. Really, people are still retweeting and um, um, still retweeting the announcements that the show's been canceled. And uh, yeah, nothing really, nothing really jumping out at the moment that um, that we haven't already discussed. Yeah, and it makes you think that this is a little theory I have. The reason that IG or Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the post got deleted from the venue about the show's cancellation is that that's Roth's team trying to do damage control in some form. But immediately the media outlets here in Vegas, the TV station, I think it was the Fox station, and the big newspaper, the Gazette or whatever, immediately that picked it up. Right. After it was deleted. So any damage control that could have been done was not done correctly. So that all picked it up, and then that, of course, got it to the Rolling Stones and the bigger media outlets. Yeah. So, and and yeah. Speaking, speaking of media outlets, I mean, our, our the folks that we usually stop by and see were on it pretty quickly, like Ultimate Classic Rock. And a big shout-out to our friends at the Van Halen News, News Desk by getting a late-breaking, uh, hard-hitting and fun quote from the host, <laughs> the co-host of the DLR cast. So thank you, VHND.com. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Eric, for that one. Eric that was popped up in my feed. Eric was one of the people who reached out to me and went, hey, so you're there? What's up? What's the vibe? What's happening? And thanks to Eric Senich, who's great host of the Discovery podcast and other stuff. So a lot of people have been checking in and everybody's been weighing in their thing. And everyone's saying that the person who has COVID-19 within the Roth band is the guitarist Al Estrada. And we can't confirm that because Al sometime within the recent past has deleted his Instagram or hidden his Instagram account. So no one knows. Yeah, no, no yes. <laughs> so, I would you know, I could I would love to see a contract if you're a David Lee Roth band member. What you you it might say you're not allowed to <coughs> post about or have I mean, <coughs> excuse me. There could be all sorts of restrictions and how much uh how much you can talk about, what you can say, you know, when you're in the band or stuff like that. I don't I mean, we may have Given the number of band members you secured for previous people that you secured for uh, interviews, well, a lot of those folks, they never really had a social media presence. There wasn't really much to speak of back when they were in those bands. Yeah. I wonder now if there's nowadays, I mean, it's such a tight camp. I just wonder if there's restrictions and and no exceptions to be made and things like that. Yeah. One of the mysteries we eventually have to figure out is who is Tom, the audio engineer that, because Roth has this habit of name checking the the people that are on his crew in the in the middle of the interview is like, you know, that's what we were talking about before. Tom, I'm like, oh, wait, who's Tom? Is Tom a full time guy at Hanson <sighs> Studios or A and M or whatever? Is Tom his in house guy that replaced Shelley, who was doing all the video editing? I don't know, but one day we're going to talk to Tom. 
<laughs> well, on that note, on that, uh, we should tell people to too. Well, we said this before. Reach out to us on Twitter. I know you've been you've been manning our our DLRcast Twitter page, but also shoot us an email at the DLRcast out at Outlook.com. We've heard from a couple fans that may be there or were there and stuff like that. So uh, thanks for reaching out. So uh, we're taking a look at that. And Darren, I know you you I think you've communicated with a couple folks. So hopefully uh, everybody will be raising a glass on the fifth in a few days. Yeah, unlike Rat, there has been no lack of communication, uh, and I have not been telling anyone to back off. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I really do. I, I'm not one of the angry, pissed off people compared to some of the stuff that's on, online. I just want some kind of a communication output thing, and hopefully the shows resume on Wednesday the 5th, and we know what's up. Even if it's a Van Halen best of set, best of set, I want some kind of Roth, and I will gladly report on it if and when I hear more. Yeah, well, we'll keep an eye on all things, and if you've got a breaking scoop, hit us at the DLRcast at Outlook.com or DM us at Twitter. And, Darren, hopefully you and I will be talking soon with some good news. And if uh, anyone gives us a scoop, keep in mind we're going to say the word allegedly a lot. Yes. That we don't get litigiously practiced against. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. You're you're the journalist here. So, yes. Yeah, whatever it is, you know, thank you for listening. Thank you to Steve for making this happen on such short notice. And, you know, see you on the road. And, and Dave, Camp Dave, if if you need me to write your your social media press release, I'll do it. Just reach <laughs> Darren's good at that. No charge. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks. Stay healthy, please. Happy New Year. Hey. Stay frosty. And that too.